This episode of Super GG Radio is brought to you by our Patreon. Patrons of the show can get our Dogs of Super GG Radio newsletter, Super GG Radio stickers, a slap on your closest PC or bag, input on what we cover, game nights with the hosts, and even a chance to win a copy of an indie we talked about. Not only that, but 90% of all patron contributions go to the Children's Miracle Network of Hospitals. Visit patreon.com slash superggradio to learn more. Welcome to session 198 of Super GG Radio, where friends chat about video games and all things adjacent. Welcome to the wackiest and slap-happiest hour of video game shenanigans on the internet. Yep, definitely don't like that. I'm your host and I'm your host and master of ceremonies, Eric Getty Gettinger. With me, as always, is Wacky Races winner Alex Arona. What's a wacky races? If you have to ask, you can't afford one. I wanted the movie, like, I wanted, you know, the Speed Racer movie, but of Wacky Races. The Speed Racer movie, very underrated. I'm going to drink now. Mmm. <laughs> That's a hundred proof. Also with me is Man from the Future with his flying car, Joel DeWitt. <laughs> I'm, uh, I think I'm starting to see a pattern here. Do tell. No. All right. Well then, we don't want to forget our very own Gargamel, Alec Parks. If I can just capture a few more Smurfs, I can cure the aging process. <laughs> Alex isn't going to comment this week. <clears throat> what, on the Smurfs? Big hot take on the Smurfs? What? The... I got nothing. <laughs> you want to talk about he's, trolls? He's all about the Smurfs. Wild. The, uh, the, right. the Smurfs are the uh, true neutral of the uh, the chart. You gotta let me know how uh, locating Smurfs goes. Until then, we go all over the place in early adopters. This week, uh, try to cram in some news stories. I don't, I don't even know. I've given up on the news. And then recap the first half of the year in video games for the backlog blog. <clears throat> yep, I wrote that, and I'm reading it. <laughs> then we're gonna end the whole <laughs> shebang this week with a homework assignment. Uh, we're handing in homework. I should clarify, we're not getting any more. Hopefully, not anytime soon. For the love of God, I have though, just for reference. I have one ready to go. I'm just not. Is it your turn we next? Need a, we, yes, it is. But okay. we need a break. I don't know that it is his turn. I think yes, we have it, to go to the tape. It goes. It goes in a rotation. It's. We go to the tape. Joel, Getty, Alec, then back to the top. Mm, I think we have to listen to 197 episodes to truly see whose turn it is. We, we need to figure out what the pecking order is here, too. I, I'm not sure I'm ready for Alex to take the team spot. You know, I can, I, can, I can make you play a 20-minute game that'll make you question a whole lot of your sanity. I'm good. Don't well, thanks. You guys have sanity? Yeah, don't need that. <clears throat> Don't know what it is, don't want it, don't care. But you know what I do care about? Early adopters, where we play alphas, betas, and games that have nothing in common. Just the way I like it. We got three games this week. Woo! Two games I definitely played. Can anybody else say the same thing? There were three games. (laughs) 
<laughs> yes, I played two of those games, most definitely. <laughs> All right, looking at the other two guys. I played one. <laughs> oh, there was well, a third one. <laughs> I didn't see. I didn't see a, a blue Alex link. is <laughs> Alex is going to take a, a nice uh, bite of the shit cake this week. <clears throat> Because it That's seems not like a nice way to put it. <laughs> seems like uh, not too many people were able to play. I don't know what what was up with that, but whatever. That's fine. So I'm gonna take the first uh, grenade here, and I'm gonna jump on the 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 the, 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 the star named Eos. I know that this is a game that I played because I selected it on Sunday morning, and I think that nobody opened the dock until about Tuesday. Check it out. But the star named Eos is a first-person perspective. It's a puzzle game, and you take on the role of a son, and he's getting postcards and notes from his mother who is out exploring the world, and the common theme that they have together is photography. So the mother will send postcards and pictures of where she is, and then the son, during the course of the demo, recreates one of the pictures by taking items from around his room. So the mom sends a picture of herself. Uh, well, you don't see her, but it's a picture of her on a train and she's taken a picture of the scenery. And then you do a series of puzzles to find objects, uh, curtains to recreate the curtains that are on the train, some flowers, but everything that he has in his room. And I really like the visuals of this game and uh, just how thought-provoking and uh, beautiful the whole experience was. Um, I know that you guys probably didn't get to uh, play it. I did. For sure. I did play this for a bit, so I can... Okay, you did? I, oh, I can, Joel, I can, you're my hero. <laughs> I can speak a little bit to it. Uh, okay. Uh, what I appreciate about this game is that the premise is very light, so, so it's, a, it's a light touch on trying to lead you along in the story about, you know, you're basically trying to find your uh, picture, your camera. Oh, but yeah. in, oh, that in, too. The, in the room, you're trying to find the camera. Uh, and the puzzles are all in this bedroom. And it's not terribly complicated stuff. So it'll be there'll be a locked puzzle. That's one of those where you turn the dial and pull a pin out to try to move different uh, balls. Some of them were star on them, and, and you had to like Needed line, to line them, them up the right way in order yep. to open it. And then it would be very simple: grab item connected with this uh, merry-go-round, and then it pops open. Uh, figurine stuff like that and it it was nice and easy and then i hit a roadblock with you're supposed to mm -hmm. find a chest with the is it the compass uh no no actually it was there was two things i i didn't know what to do with the chest with the like sunflower looking thing on it all right and then the chest underneath that needed the four different symbol inputs i i got okay. i got that the poster on the wall had one but i didn't know where to place it so i and i didn't find the other clues okay so <clears throat> the two puzzles that you hit the roadblock on the first one with the flower you had to hit them in the correct sequence there's a children's book on the bookshelf 
However, by completing a different puzzle, you also got a piece of paper that was ripped out of the book mm -hmm. so that you can decode it. After that, the compass puzzle, if you looked around the room, each wall had one of the compass rose symbols on it. <laughs> that one threw me for a little bit that's, of a loop. That, that's a, that, but, that was one step too smart for me. <laughs> yeah, so it wasn't that the puzzles were terribly difficult. It's just you have to be cognizant of your surroundings and do a, a quick look around and see like, okay, so this is what I have and I need to work with it. But the way that you transition from puzzle to puzzle, it was not terribly difficult. And I felt like uh, recreating the scene to take the picture, that was a lot of fun. And if that's the rest of the premise for the game as you're chasing after your mother, trying to find out where she is, but also recreate all the places that she's been, I mean, I, I really like this, and I definitely wish-listed it right away after I finished the demo. Same, same. It, it's, it is the kind of low-stress scenario, at least from what they've shown so far, that uh, is the right tempo for me right now. So I, I'm very interested in that. I also, while looking at the footage of this game, I definitely uh, wish-listed this because this looked right up my alley. Yeah, I know point-and-click adventures are kind of hit and miss here on the podcast, but this, I love puzzles, so that was definitely a plus for it. And the relationship, you could see that it it's not exactly 100% there, it's a little strained, and there's circumstances that are keeping the son from his mother. So finding out what's going on with that story definitely pulls my interest. I also like the idea of getting photos from your mother and then trying to kind of keep like to try to you know maintain some sort of relationship and closeness with her you you kind of recreate these little things with you know within the context of her photos for sure so that was the star eos it was only available for a limited time this last week so i do apologize to the rest of the guys on the podcast that didn't get to play but i highly recommend once we get closer to release if they pop out the demo again to try it, uh, give it a looky-loo. I think that you'll like it. Again, not terribly sophisticated with the puzzles, but at the same time, it's low stress. You're not going to lose your arm or leg if you don't solve the puzzle within a time limit. St. Dead Space. I was talking about Saw, but... <laughs> <laughs> Both equally gory. Who wants to play a game? Oh, okay. I mean, that's what we're here for, isn't yep. it? And that game is my familiar. Oh, yeah! <laughs> Alex was already, what, sending messages to the chat like, hey guys, this is definitely my jam. My familiar. Um, I, I also want to say that there was definitely a couple of copyright infringement things that I had found throughout the, throughout the game, and I was like, that seems suspect. They're actively playing a ska version of, of what is it, um... The House of the uh, House oh, of the Rising Sun. Yeah, House of the Rising Sun. Uh, the The transition between scenes is almost a, a directly a Wu Tang symbol. Like, come on, guys, what are we doing? Hey, rules. If they can, yeah, <laughs> if they can get away with it, I say go for it. And I the music in it, I didn't. Catch oh man, it for what it's worth. This Wu Tang, is, you gotta throw up the W's. This is Wu good stuff. Tang, Wu Tang. Okay, um, that's enough of that. The mm. <clears throat> the music in this kicked all sorts of ass. Yep. It was Yeah, it did. Some some sleek lo-fi beats, some also a little chip tuny 
uh, combat. Also, come on, man, noir's my jam. Like these, these. But this these, is like, detective- trash noir. This isn't yeah. like regular. You are literally dumped into a, like a big heap of garbage, and you go with it. Is this and Texas? Then, uh, this and must be like, Texas. <laughs> and you're like hanging out with like a detective who's just a huge, like a real bad drunk. And you like go to his house, and he's passed out. And you're like, "Well, I guess I'll wait for him to wake up." And then he wakes up, and he goes, "What are you doing in my house? I don't like drunks in my house." It's like, "What? I was just hanging out here." Wait, Look at this you? mess you made. Yeah, he was pissed. I, I loved his vomit carpet. Oh yeah, let me just let me just hang out on my vomit carpet. Oh, it's gross. Yeah, it was very funny. The whole thing was very funny. It also is the guise of a. Well, first off, um, it's. The, the the funnier part for me is that it comes out with this sleek anime cartoon, like Saturday morning cartoon, but yes. real gritty and dark opening. And I was like, yeah, we're going to get into this animation. Let's go. Point. And, we've had some point and click adventures that looked like cartoons, and it was all about it. And then they cut to the game, and it's like pixel art, like top, top down JRPG. And I was like, oh, well, this is kind of a, this is not what I expected. But, but the game played very well. The... The turn-based JRPG of it all was very solid with, you know, having an SP and HP and using certain abilities. Like, just, just have a gun. You have a starter pistol, which is kind of funny because that's you, mm-hmm. know, you start races with. And, you know, you get these special abilities and equipable items. And it just kind of goes from there. And this, you're, it, what seems like the story so far is that uh, familiars or creatures that are the spirits of people, like the people can summon and help them. When they lose their way, they end up beco- going into this, uh, what they call Wish Island. Yep. And at Wish Island is where they stay until they can find their way back home. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it seems like most familiars have no desire to actually find their way back home. Well, the ones that end up there. Yeah. Yeah. So guys, how about that restaurant that doubles as an inn? Buenos Nachos. There was a couple other ones too. The bar had a funny name. What was the name of the bar? I can't remember. There was a Good Yoke. What was it? Was it Good Yoke or That might have been the uh... It was that or Yokes on You or something like that. Yeah. And that might have yeah. been just the regular place where they went to eat. Yeah, there was a lot of like good puns in there that I thought were pretty good. Yeah, and overall, I think that this is that I there is more to this demo, but I got to a point where I said, "Well, that's it. I know what I'm. I, I this has my money. This is already <laughs> like okay, wish list done. I got far enough. I want to know more about the detective, but I don't want to find out right now." So then, how far into the story did you get with the detective? Oh, I found the detective. He yelled at me and stormed off, and I was like, "Perfect." Mm, it demo. just it just gets better from there. You yeah, start doing I'm some sh- odd sure jobs, man. I'm very sure it does. One of the odd jobs, Alex. You really would have liked this, but one of the odd jobs that they have you do is to go investigate funny noises coming from somebody's closet. Yeah. You get to the apartment and you mm-hmm. walk into this tiny room, and they're like, "Yeah, it's over there." You walk into the room, fight a battle, and then they're like. What? No, this isn't the closet. You just came from the closet. And it's like, wait, who's renting this apartment? And they're like pointing at each other and the people in the big part of the apartment are like, man, we pay like $600 a month. And then the people in the closet are like, we pay 700 
<laughs> and everybody's upset. See, uh, again, this is, that's that's this real is dumb. I like it. Yeah. How about that uh, battle system? How did you guys feel about that? I kind of got sucked into it with uh, thinking Super Mario RPG. I kept trying to time my hits and dodges. Could you do that? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, man, did I miss another basic mechanic? Damn. <laughs> I swear I paid attention this time. Uh, I'm, glad. I'm glad I didn't miss that one. No, you didn't miss it, but this uh, the combat is can get complicated towards the end of the demo where you have to start juggling things and using interrupts to keep the enemies from using powerful attacks. But I, like these battles are just crazy. The enemies that you encounter from... A giant heap of garbage all the way to uh, like a bunch of sheep and a plate and a knife. Like this is this is real fun stuff. And so, a lot of people have just like guns. Yeah. That's like the other thing is that like, oh, it's like we're in the mystical land. By the way, you got a gun. And then you like go to like you go to a bunch of cops and they're just like need a passport. And it's like you need a passport in the in like the, the fairy lands. And he's like, yep, get the fuck out of here. And it's like, <laughs> whoa, this is like a real... They're real serious about this. It's really cool. Yep. Yeah, I, I like it when you don't know what the rules are and the game makes sure to mix them. So it's all, it's all very confusing. You got to do that sometimes. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. All right. So that was my familiar. This one I'm going to be keeping an eye on. Sounds like a couple of you other guys probably will too. Oh, yeah. Hype it's on my train. wish list. <laughs> choo choo that doesn't feel complete isn't it usually choo choo uh something else yeah choo choo motherfucker there we go thank you hype train let's go <laughs> my familiar all right and if that wasn't enough hype from alex he's got one more game to talk about tonight it is children of silent town you did a review on this sir didn't you i did i did a review uh, a couple weeks ago it, I played it on the PlayStation 5. It should be out on everything. I know it's on the Switch and PC, so I'm not sure about Xbox. But Children of Silent Town is kind of a point-and-click adventure in that you find items and use those items to solve puzzles in the environment to tell a story. And it's the, what, what really kind of stands it out is that it is, it is a very Tim Burton-esque art style. If you're looking at this game, everyone's got giant eyes that are real sunken to the point that they're just like black holes. Mm. So everyone looks real creepy, which is the, the interesting part about that is I kind of was like, oh, man, this is going to be a real creepy, spooky game. And it really isn't. It's just like a it's just a very kind of basic story. That it's, it's not a bad thing, but it's when characters don't have pupils, it creeps me the hell out. And you think that and. <laughs> They have like shadows and dark and like everything's really like got sharp edges. Everyone's like their their feet are just points to the ground, you know, very um, Invader Zim, as you would. Okay. So it, that that's where it kind of comes in for me, where I'm like, this is gonna be a real creepy one. And actually, it's it's a story about um, a town that is so afraid of leaving. That, you know, they've kind of, there's been a fable that when you go outside of the city limits, the town, it's a very small town, it's surrounded by forest, and creatures are there to murder you. 
and they act, they like like sirens. They will call you to the forest and then murder you. So okay. it's just this young girl who is trying to understand what happened and why that is the case. And, you know, she kind of has that mentality of, you know, I don't like, I, I, there has to be an explanation. And of course, throughout the story, like people close to her start to get taken by the forest. And it's, it's just a real big mystery of trying to figure out what, what is taking people out of the forest and what's really kind of going on with the story. And I, I, it's, it's a pretty good game. It's, you know, I want to say like six hours or so. Uh, I just will say that I, I kind of wanted a little bit more resolution, but I'm a, I'm a, I'm a sucker with, for point and click adventures. I don't have like a, I, ha, I don't have like a set genre. Like I'm not the guy for things, but there are like, there are definitely, I, I will definitely try any FMV game and I will definitely try any point and click, click uh, point and click adventure game mm-hmm. just out of like morbid curiosity. So with this one, I kind of jumped on this one just because I was very curious about it. And, you know, again, it's a very cool, like, folk story. But it, it, if you're looking for, like, horror, this is not that game. Okay. So that's where I think that, like, it, it, there was a little bit of, like, confusion in my brain. Fair yeah. enough. But you do also, you know, it's like you pick up an item to, you know, figure, like, oh, I'm going to use this item later. And you go give it to somebody and they use it to, like, break break through a wall and then you go through the wall to find a new area etc etc so there's a lot of that puzzles they i also judge point click adventures based on like one major criteria which is that how much do the puzzles make sense in a lot of them there's always like oh just try every item on everything and eventually you'll figure it out (laughs) even if it doesn't make sense and that's always a folly for me like a real big sticking point when that happens because it frustrates me when they don't make sense and I will say this was probably a good 80% made sense, and that's good. That's a good number. Good. 80% is a good number because uh, some of my favorite, my favorite point-and-click adventures have like 60 to 50%. 50 <laughs> to 60 is like, oh, man. Like, um, I can't remember. Um, ch- uh, something of play. Lost in Play, hmm. which we uh, played in, a, in early adopters before I reviewed that one. And that was like a good 60% made sense. And the rest of them kind of were just like, I don't know, throw some stuff together. So Something's got to work, right? Exactly. So I think that this one had a pretty good quotient of all the puzzles generally makes sense. Highly recommend. If you want a good point and click, adve- a solid point and click adventure, a good, uh, a good solid one that's not going to get you too frustrated on the puzzles. Yeah, definitely. All right. I, I don't think, I, like, I think I like lost in play for its creativity and its story more. I feel like that went places that I was very like unexpected to me. This kind of went where I thought it would go. All right. And where can we find that review that you definitely wrote by yourself without an AI? On superdgradio.com. What? That's a thing? Superdgradio.com. For all your video gaming needs... Nope, that doesn't sound right. Um, Not right now. No, but hopefully in the future. <laughs> all your, all your video gaming. We buy, sell. No, uh, we're working on something. We're working on something. Do we have an ad copy for it yet? Should I have read it? Not yet. When can I start pushing poggers? <laughs> I mixed it into my Monaco. 
<laughs> oh, oh, man. oh man, I, I am I no, am I disgusted. Didn't. No, I didn't. I didn't actually do that. I did. But you thought it. And that's I, the problem. I thought that'd be very funny. And nobody here put it past you. What if I put the sleepy time stuff in a Red Bull? I I don't know that I want to be peddling bootleg for loco. <laughs> <laughs> no, at this point that's purple drink. Getty, get us out of here. I'm I'm having yeah, yeah, a whole bunch that's of bad fine. ideas here. Let's uh try and find some more clues and solve the mystery of who picked the games this week. Let's take a break. Well, hey news. Just when you thought it couldn't get any crazier, we got matching fedoras for the whole crew. All right, guys, reach under your chair. Nah, I'm just fucking with you. I didn't get you fedoras. (laughs) (laughs) But I did get you the news. And the news this week is crazy. Did you guys know that Evo lineup got announced this week? Yep. Because I sure didn't. I was very excited. What's an Evo? What's it? It's a fighting tournament. It's it's basically the fighting oh. game tournament of the year. I mean, they're the big boys of the of the club. They're the AAA. Um, so and then also it's I, just I, Smash Brothers, right? Except Smash and, Brothers. Yeah. Nintendo has pulled their games from there. Yeah, yep. Nintendo's a bunch of pain in the butts. Also, what I was gonna say is that all, a lot of like fighting game tournaments throughout the country and in other countries. So I guess throughout the world. Um, will be hosting their competitions as Road to Evo, meaning if you were good enough to get into these competitions and win, you could then get a a free ride to Evo. Okay, okay. How do we get you into that, Alex? I don't know. The one time we were going to go, it got closed to COVID. There was one one, like 10 minutes from your house. To Evo. Alex, of these games, which one do you think you did good enough to be at Evo for? I, there's only one that I oh. hold on. So those games are King of because Fighter, nobody like, else can see that. King <laughs> Street of Fighter. Fighter. So we got Street Fighter, Guilty Gear Strive, Dragon Ball Fighters Z, Tekken Seven, King of Fighters. Is that fifteen? Sure. Let's also just pick an arbitrary Street number. Fighter Six. Oh, Street Fighter That. Hold on a second. That out right now? No. Okay. Good. Melty Blood, don't know what that is. Mortal Kombat 11, and Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3. 3. So those are the games that Alex could get good at. Which one, in reality, will you get good at? I could have gotten good at uh, King of Fighters 15, uh, 15, and I am okay at Guilty Gear Strive, and I am okay at street fighter six i am okay to decent at uh, dragon ball fighter z i still thoroughly confused how much street fighter six have you played the betas it's been two betas well there's actually all, been three betas i only played two. all of them and what were you running like 15 and 0 <laughs> one and five Boom. okay i don't know if i qualify that as <laughs> okay Alright. I apologize to the fighting game community. Uh, we will not be throwing any hats or fedoras into the ring this year. No, Next man, year, let's, though, start doing, let's do money bets on Catherine speedruns. Let's go. Where is it this year? I, uh, it's in Vegas. It's in Vegas every year. The road to Evo, I don't know. Alright. Evo itself is in Vegas every year. 
So Vegas trip. Vegas trip. Woo! Vegas trip. Vegas trip. Can, can we expense this? Yes. We can. How do we expense tell, it? We can know. tell Kelly that it's been expensed, and then. <laughs> uh, yeah. The question is, how do you expense it? Is the real thing. You'd mm. send your ticket to Alex. You send him all of your receipts. I mean, you said I don't know how to expense things. I don't know. Anyway, that's not the only thing that happened this week. I think there was a state of play today. I did not see it. But I have it on good authority that here are some of the things that Alex saw. Foglands. PlayStation VR 2 card battler first person shooter. That's a thing. Uh, you 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 uh, put out card. You know, if you think about what was that? The, what was the other game? Uh, that was that was a card game that also you were just shooting guns. It's not the first time that shooting neon guns white and and neon white and and putting cards together have really been combined. This has been done before now in VR. Okay, you're gonna get that right. Oh man, I don't. I thought it was like Yu-Gi-Oh with guns. <laughs> that would be. The that only would be a thing game to make Yu-Gi-Oh cooler. Is I don't know, man. I watched all that Yu-Gi-Oh, the original series, mm-hmm. last year. Mm-hmm. Boy, mm-hmm. let me tell you, mm-hmm. it's good stuff. It's pretty cool. Don't don't do it. Don't watch it. <laughs> all right, humanity from the makers of Tetris Effect. Is this game Tetris Effect? No, it is. Moving on. Goodbye, <laughs> Volcano High. <laughs> That's fine. It looks really good. It looks really good, to be fair. Okay. What is it, though? Is it a Tetris-like game? Is it no. puzzles? Is it what, what do we got here? You are what looks to be a little white fox, um, and you can you are like trying to save humanity by moving them almost like... Not quite lemmings. They follow you, and you give instructions... And you fo- and it's like looks like be like hundreds and hundreds of people will follow your directions to you get them to their salvation. And there are levels where you're just like, again, this white fox and giving instruction, teaching people how to push a block and move around and then get to the salvation point where they get risen up to heaven. It looks like. Okay. And, uh, there are like custom levels. People can make their own levels and put them up on the clouds for you can play them. Um, there's a lot of stuff going on in this game. It looks really cool. It's got the same kind of Tetris effect, kind of techno-y, but still very zen, uh, you know, soundtrack going. It's It looks really cool. Until you and, uh, have a complete VR. meltdown and freak out. and Because you're watching half, like, half of humanity just die? Yeah, I'm sure. No, I, yeah. But I was thinking more like, oh, man, I'm doing pretty good at this stage. And then it goes from you know, four speed to 17 and then the whole, yep. Yep. Just like that. And everyone dies and everyone dies. All right. Then goodbye volcano high. This is one of those kind of visual novel, but also like rhythm slash RPG game with a bunch of mini games in between. Getty look at games. Like, uh, what was your, one of your games of the year last year? We are. Are o- you trying o- to say o- welcome to Elk? Ah, uh, no, that we one. are OFK or welcome to Elk or what's the one we're looking where we're really excited for now from the people who did welcome to Elk about the Dead band Pet Society. Mm-hmm. Dead Pet Society. This is another one of those. Okay, it looks really cool. 
And it now you've good. sold me on it. Yep. Goodbye, Volcano High. And then last one here is Naruto Baruto Ultimate Ninja Collection. Do you know what that includes? Is it just what? It is seems it, to all Is it of everything? Them? But I'm not sure how many. Let me see. I, I actually got a press release for this. Is it like it, Ninja Storm? Because those are a lot of fun. Uh, Ultimate Ninja Storm Connections features the largest ro- roster. Uh, da, 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 da. I'm trying to. F- I'm reading the press release now, and it's not giving me a list, which is what you need, right? It's no, actually Ultimate I don't, Ninja Storm Connections. It's connections. I don't need con- a list. Hold on, because I got Ultimate Ninja Storm. I think it was two last year for five dollars or so. Uh, yeah, Naruto Shippuden Ultimate Ninja Storm two. So those games are kind of fun. Uh, they are. Oh, you're taking the, the role of a character, and then it's a, it's just like a fighting game. You move from point to point. You'll do some, like platforming and other stuff, and then you'll get to a battle, and then you do a battle in this the. Is actually, not what I thought it was. This is the full story. Yeah, but it tra- follows the story. Yes, and it's but it also takes key points from those other games. Yeah, so, you know, these are really good if you're looking for a recap of all the events that happened. Almost and like it, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Yeah, so it'll. It, I'm sure that they're both made by Bandai here. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> like, they know exactly what to do here. They're like, oh, you want to play Naruto, but you don't... Or you want to recap the story, but you don't want to watch 500 hours of anime? Here's a pretty comprehensive game with okay mechanics. And it goes all the way to Baruto. Yep. So that's kind of neat. Those games are... If you look, you could normally get them on a sale for dirt cheap. So, And they run really well on Steam Deck. Don't tell anyone. All right. Um, also, we got we got some really extensive looking look at just uh, the Suicide Squad kills Justice League, which that is what everyone thought, which is it is a live service game, a la Destiny. And we also got a lot of good looks, like deep looks at Resident Evil Four, Ooh. and that looks uh, just as good. With uh, there is some, there are some scenes that are taken directly from the original. But there is a lot of other updated mechanics and uh, story plot points. Cool, 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 cool. Speaking of Final... No Final Fantasy? No. Okay. No Final Fantasy. What I meant to say was, speaking of Resident Evil 4, you're going to get a free free VR game, aren't you? They have been doing this more so... Uh, since Resident Evil 7, they put a VR uh, update for PlayStation VR, and then Resident Evil 8 got also that PlayStation VR update, so now they're going to have it included in Resident Evil 4. So Though they, they actually released I, a Resident Evil 4 original VR version. If I get you RE4 with the VR, are you going to play the VR? Me? Yeah, you. I have RE7 installed, and I put the mods in there to make it VR because uh, the RE7 VR version is only for PlayStation VR, but I got the mods for the PC version. I'm did ready you, to go. Did you play it? I, I have a... The, 
As with <laughs> yeah, any, no, 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 no. The actual question, no, the actual no, no, answer no. is a very stupid one, which is, as any one of my consoles that I'm playing, I have an extensive backlog of like at least seven games and stuff. That so sounds I like a cop out. <laughs> no, I have. I'm trying right now. I'm trying to beat what the bat, which I'm two thirds of the way done with that one. What I was hoping you were going to say is, yes, of course, I've already beaten RE7 VR. I would have mentioned it to you. Yeah, you probably would have peed your pants at least once, too. Yes. Man, that game's spooky. The Uh, plan is to pee my pants. Okay. I will be there to hold your pants. I keep trying to get you to come over to play with me. I don't want to play VR. No, you can just hang out. Just hang out with me and tell me it's okay every once in a while. (laughs) Damn. But are you going to be able to hear me? (laughs) Yes. You'll be sitting sitting on the couch. I'll have it on the screen. You can watch. And then I say, Getty, is it okay? And you'll be like, everything's okay, Alex. And then we'll be good. Nope. And then the spider woman will jump out. and. (laughs) Oh, you remember there's a spider woman, right? They they actually Wait, have you not played um, this game? No, I have not. And they also also released Kill It With Fire VR. Hey, Kill It With Fire is a legit game. I would get that for VR just so you could play it. I need to go back and play through it because they released an anniversary edition, and uh, I just you know a one year anniversary edition. Yeah, a one year anniversary edition. Man, I, I just want to see what's going on. See if they updated any of it. It was a fun game. Again, you can play it at my house in VR. No, it takes some of the fun out of it. You also hate leaving the house. Well, you know when you work as much as I do, you're agoraphobic. There's outside, outside the house. Who wants that? Lame. All right. Next Next thing. What do we got here? I'm going to skip that one for right this second. That's for you. I just messed it up. What are you? What are you doing? The Bloomhouse (laughs) Production Productions is starting a video game division because that's definitely for me. No, the one before that. Uh, so, Bloomhouse Productions, a the horror horror the movie horror film franchise, yep. right, or, uh, is making their own video game uh, production company. So they do TV shows now, which is like a whole thing. They I do did not realize their latest. What, hit, what is a horror movie I would know from that? Megan is the newest hit. <sighs> I don't okay. know if I call that a hit, but I mean, everyone's here. talking about it. I'm not Everybody's talking it. about it, but I think it's because it's so campy. Yep. I'm sure that you've seen some of the really janky dancing uh, uh they black do phone they do halloween get out get out insidious the black phone i said that already did you you're drunk sir no, not happy quite. death day the purge oh okay i've heard of happy death day and the purge and insidious yeah these are these are not all the best but a lot of paranormal movies activity from yeah, there you go. Ah, a lot of horror movies from the last, you know, what, 10, 15 years? Maybe a yeah. little bit longer than that. Mm-hmm. Some hits, some misses. A lot more misses, I'd say. Yeah, I haven't watched all of these. Some of them are pretty good though. Which Halloween? Those Purge movies. Do? Just the last one. Okay. I think. All right, that yeah, was good. Yeah, the newest. The Halloween. the last two they did. Oh, last two. The last two. And this also says Five Nights at Freddy's. Uh, hmm. That is not a movie yet. They're working on it. <laughs> you want to make a bet? I said not yet. They're working on it, Getty. Stop trying to bet me stuff that I didn't bet. <laughs> How's that Borderlands <laughs> movie going? Yep. It's coming out. Wait, Joel, that's your bet. 
<laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> yeah, it is. Oh, is it? I don't yeah, know. you got to give them twenty Someone bucks when it tapes. comes out. Someone check the tapes and get back to me. No, that's for sure. Like I know for a fact that's what it is. Give me show. Play me the audio, Getty. Otherwise, read the next story. It, he wants the receipts. <laughs> Yep. He d- yeah, he's going to get my receipts for when we go to Vegas for Evo. Uh, <laughs> Shinji Mikami leaving Tango Gameworks. This is for me? Be, yeah, I thought you'd be really sad about that. That's your Evil Within people. He was the head guy behind Evil Within 1 and 2. Okay. Yep. I know you love those games. But he's oh. just leaving that studio, right? Yeah, so he might make he might make either make his own studio or he might go under somebody else, but Evil Within will no longer be with him. Okay. His last I mean, that, game was, hi- I felt was Hi-Fi like, Rush, and that was a hit. Yeah. I felt like that series came to a conclusion. I don't need it to go anywhere else. Okay. You played all those games, right? No, but I want to. What the hell? <laughs> will you play something that I've played? No? Okay. Mortal Kombat 12 coming out this year. That was uh, leaked. Are we in the future? That was leaked in an investment meeting that they were like, we have lots of good games coming out this year, including Mortal Kombat 12. And everyone was like, wait, what? You had not said that before. All right. Well, Ed Boon, the creator of uh, Mortal Kombat, posted something about, uh, y'all see that announcement about Injustice 3? (laughs) Or how do do you (laughs) feel about that announcement for Injustice 3? So... would, would you Wait. want an Injustice 3? Yeah. 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 Did you play those, the first two? I played the, those games are awesome. I played the first one. It was a lot of fun. I never, yeah. I never jumped on it's, the second one. It's good stuff, and they can just keep adding a bigger roster of characters. There's plenty of iterations of all of the characters across the DC universe. And also, that's a very that's a very long, ongoing uh, comic book storyline. Oh, yeah. The, they just um, keep dropping more people in and killing them off. The first game encompasses what I think was like what five years of story, like five years of, uh, like that's the game starts and then there's five years of like stuff happening, a war between Batman and Superman, and then it ends at the game, and then like there's Injustice Two, which is again like another five years of of what they say story is going. What I what I liked about Injustice One is that it had that weight of a NeverSoft fighter uh, of a Mortal Kombat, but it doesn't go quite as far as they do with the fatalities uh you know i as they've gotten more real it's been tough for me to watch every so often some of those fatalities for the modern day stuff so yeah you should check out the um injustice 2 one of the dlc characters is all four ninja turtles playing as one character nice (laughs) yeah Yeah. also hellboy you get hellboy Ooh. if you want you don't have to have them though all right we got freebies this week Mr. Hellboy, if you're nasty. Freebies. Okay, uh, insert the... Hey, Brock, insert the freebie sound here. Freebies. 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 (laughs) All right. We got Duskers over on the Epic Game Store. Yeah, you you pilot drones into a derelict spaceship to find means to survive and piece together how the universe became a graveyard in a post-apocalypse. This is more wireframe, top-down, kind of icon-based roaming as you tr- pilot these drones to find more information. Also, there is some, like, command key prompts, so it's more of, like, a typing uh, hacker-style game. Pretty cool. All right. 
We got unheard over on Steam. The game and that's follows heard. the chinchilla. Okay. I was going to say heard H-E-R-D. <laughs> there we go. Uh, you are following a, what looks like a beam of light and leading a chinchilla to kind of like figure out how to defeat the unheard, which are like little spooky ghosts with like, you know, little sheets over their heads. Crazy. Okay. Outpost on Steam. Uh, let's see here. That's not the one I was thinking of. Uh... What were you thinking of? No, no, no. Outpost is fine. Uh, I, there's also <laughs> Outpost Infi- Infinity Siege, which is not out yet. Oh. Outpost. There we go. I found it. Is a voxel Minecraft survival game. Top down, you know, chopping down trees to, uh, to make an... When getting some stone and making an axe and making a fire and trying to build a house and get food. Otherwise, you start to starve, etc. Okay. Soul Guardians on Steam. Soul Guardians is a 2D uh, action RPG. Uh, You're platforming and hack and slashy, uh, a little bit like a Dead Cells, but very heavy on the anime. So, pretty cool. Alright, last but not least, Deluge, Sermon of the Dead on Steam. This is an early access dungeon crawler. First person going through these dungeons, twisty and turning and fighting enemies, mixed with an anime visual novel. All right. We did it. We did it. We did it. You didn't do anything, Joel. Exactly. (laughs) He's really uh, digging into you. That's part of the plan. I... Okay. <laughs> we're going to loop. It's mostly <laughs> Getty digs into me and then I dig into Joel. And Alex is there happily. Yeah, hey. I'm good with being the fly on the wall. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Okay. Uh, how was I supposed to know that no one wears fedoras anymore? That's fine. I didn't get you guys fedoras. Let's talk uh, some fashion points and take a break. And we're back. We're back with the backlog blog where we play games that are only 40 plus hours. So I'm the only person that's going to be talking this week. I finished Fire Emblem Engage and I've started Pokemon Scarlet. Congratulations. You didn't go for Violet. Let me tell you about Fire Emblem Engage. Please no. You know how many tropes there are in that game? Wake up. Amnesia. Mm-hmm. At one point, your character says, I am the Fire Emblem. <laughs> Kenny, what if I am the Fire Emblem? Are you? Bitch. <laughs> oh, shots fired. Get us out of here, Getty. You do- <sighs> Fine. So I guess we're just going straight into the homework turn-in for the week. We played... Heroes of Might and Magic 3 HD Edition. And you said that that's it. That's my whole job for the week, so I don't have to say anything else. Nope. All right. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Heroes of Might and Magic 3 HD Edition. Alex Choice for homework. 
What inspired this homework assignment? Uh, I saw it on sale, and I've been meaning to buy it for a while again. I've, I've rem- it, it was a pure nostalgia trip. Played it a lot. Uh, when did this originally come out? This is a bit of an older game, isn't it? 95? Could be. What do you guys think? 95? That sound right? That sounds right. That'd be around. Da- 99. 99. Let's say DOS was a thing? I don't think it was a DOS game. No. No. Okay. No, but that's still uh, quite a while ago. About 23, 24 years, if uh, math is a thing. So, yeah. What What else? What, why are we playing Heroes of Might and Magic? Is there a particular thing that you wanted for us to get out of it? So this was one of those... I never got into Civilization or a lot of the other turn uh, real-time strategy games or other turn-based strategy games for that matter. This particular game always had me one more turning. It was the first game that, oh, I just take one more turn and holy shit, it's time to go to school. <laughs> Early That's morning awesome. gaming. Yep. Uh, well, I'm not a thing in my life anymore. <laughs> you think so? Yeah, were you up all night and playing some Heroes of Might and Magic? Oh, there were definitely days. Days. Okay. Yeah, that's kind of the experience that I had with it. I felt like I must be doing something wrong because everybody was able to finish this one relatively quickly while I'm sitting there struggling for... I probably played for two, three times as long as the rest of you guys trying to make it through the campaign that I selected. Um, and well, Alex added <laughs> Alex added it to the beat list for himself. So I played for about 16 hours on this bad boy trying to make it through the Save the Queen campaign. Hold on. No, that's not what it's called. Uh, Long Live the Queen campaign. Also, let's just make it clear that as soon as Alec assigned it, roughly a month ago... That the that e- that evening after the podcast, I started playing this, and I spent I I was up till about twelve thirty one o'clock, literally like just texting the chat. Wait, that doesn't no, this doesn't work, and this also doesn't work. I got to figure out. I'm googling, guys. I'm googling. Hold on. Oh wait, you have to click on the picture. Wait, that menu doesn't work. Hold on, I'm gonna figure this out. Like it was like till like twelve. I don't know. I felt like everything was pretty intuitive, but my brain doesn't work like everybody else's. How about you, Joel? What was your experience with the controls on it? Well, so I have to come with the context that I am familiar with the series. Uh, I, I also okay. played Heroes of Might and Magic growing up. I I want to say mine was two, not three, but structurally they're pretty much the same thing. Uh, you're going through, you're sort of acting as a general or commander of your uh, township or, or country nation state thing and then you are employing your heroes throughout and it, it's it definitely scratches that one more turn kind of sensibility but the fun thing to me about it is that where you said civilization alec and you didn't get into that this feels like a, a fun like mirror to that where civilization is about nation building and, and this is about you know open warfare so, so it's very different style yes. and focus. And, mm-hmm. and I always appreciate it for that as a nice, like, complimentary thing to Civ. 
Yeah, Civ definitely had more of the you can go any way you want. You could have multiple ways to win, whereas this very much has that feeling of, nope, I'm just going to obliterate everything. Give me the biggest, most powerful army and let me take over all the castles and obliterate all the other heroes. Right, right. and, and because it is battle-focused, the escalation goes a lot quicker than a Civ game. You know, Civ, Civ is a slow burn build-up, and, and this is a, a twitch you are running the treadmill to get the resources to be able to buy the right garrisons and and build up your armies so you can then just send waves of monsters of over as cannon fodder until you did it completed yes. and i know that you are capable of actually using the combat and choosing your monsters input on the field i never did <laughs> i i definitely chose just did the I, I would maybe choose a spell at the start auto battle it from there i i know that there's nuance to it i'm sure there is but i always had a lot more fun focusing on the overworld stuff and and the resource gathering side of it because i was able to just use people as uh meat shields you know t- <laughs> towards mm-hmm. the end goal very nice yeah the combination there of the overworld and the micro control i i enjoy the juxtaposition of both of those things Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i i definitely what as somebody that didn't know what i was doing that was kind of how i ended up finishing it was me just like every time i saw like i I, you i i had re i must have damn near restarted this nine to ten times. Yep. And I want to say the first okay. night it was like four times in a row. And I got so, like, I knew where everything was. I knew what I was looking at as far as the map was concerned. For me, it was I was looking for menus instead of clicking on images. Clicking on the images would bring up these menus. And finding a I was more fumbling with the mechanics of the time moving my character like across the map wasn't a problem but to get them into the town you had to like there you had to click very right in between the flags and if your character yep. just gets close enough you it blocks you from clicking the right spot and then you have to waste you know time in your of your turn to go back and forward to try to get him back in town. Eventually, I got used to it. I got used to it really quick. But it's just more the fact that I like I didn't even know like because my character wouldn't get into the town. I just assumed that I didn't need to be in town, and I was like, well, that's not getting any spells, etc., uh, etc. Et but what helped me a, a lot was playing, uh, and I had mentioned this before. Uh, I was playing a lot of. Uh, I was trying to learn Warhammer Three, and Warhammer Three is very similar in a lot of ways to this game and that's for me where i was like oh warhammer 3 does a little bit better just because it's a modern game that just came out the sensibility of that tutorial which really is a heavy-handed stop click here click here going through that tutorial tutorialized uh heroes of might and magic 3 for me in a way that i've better understood how it goes even like the battles, you just see one one of your one troop represents fifty to a hundred troops, and even that didn't like click in my head. And, and like when you play uh, when you play Warhammer three, it is just the giant army. But it's like oh, you have 
it shows your icon. Oh, here's your spearman, but it just says like 100. I'm like, oh, okay, it's the same thing as Heroes of Might and Magic. Just when I actually battle, you put all the troops out. Here, you just get them represented as the character. And it makes sense. Yeah. So using the, what's funnier is that the war, the Heroes of Might and Magic tutorial is here's one tutorial scenario and then here's a PDF guide. Do what the PDF says in that tutorial scenario and you'll be okay. And I was like, oh, weird. I don't know. That seems that's hard for me. I was like, okay. But I eventually figured it out. And then I, it just ended up being that I was, uh, and ever I, I built up my troop, I had memorized the map enough in that one scenario that I could get resources, build up my army, level my character up to the max level. Then I would just explore. And anytime I came to any other opposition, I was like, well, I'm just going to decimate this person. And mm -hmm. I did. And I kept doing it. And then at one point, he goes, oh, he spawned a new hero. I'm going to go decimate that one. Oh, he spawned a new hero. I'm going to go decimate that one. And then eventually he goes, okay, you no longer have any opposition. Complete it at your, at your whim. And I was like, oh, perfect. Okay, done. <laughs> so that's it was very fun. And, and especially uh, I found it very fascinating because, again, this is not my genre at all. Mm -hmm. And I was really excited to get into it. I'm very happy I did. So I think that was a great choice. Now, so we all have picked different campaigns, I'm assuming, for at least there be one overlap. I went with the um, the Infernal campaign. Getty, you went with the Angels. Mm -hmm. Alex, what did you go with? He has no idea. Yes, I don't know. <laughs> well, uh, Undead? undead. <laughs> it was either the Undead or it was whatever the one that was like, it worked like good guys. Yeah, I, I did the same. And Joel? Okay. Now I don't know if you can put this on the beat list until you beat all seven. That's what campaigns. I was thinking. Okay, that's fine. Watch this. I'm not going to watch anything. <laughs> so <laughs> I know that you guys have likened this to Civ a couple of times. I didn't play Civ. I didn't play Heroes of Might and Magic. I was an Age of Empires kid. So for me, this the transition between the turn-based combat to the world building, uh, leveling up your towns, it was, I don't know if I want to say jarring, but it sure wasn't what I was accustomed to. Because it was always, you would go in, upgrade your town, build all of the different parts to it, and it expands across the map, like Civ. And then, as you're building, you're also expanding your empire, seizing resources, but the way that the campaign is set for Age of Empires, everything is in pretty manageable little bites. You know, some of them can go longer, they can go shorter, depending on how you play. I felt like Heroes of Might and Magic. There aren't very many situations where you're going to be able to get in and out quickly. You have to really take the time to oh, explore, no. make sure that you're managing your resources, but also that you're finding all the secrets that are hidden around the map. Because those are the things that are really going to help you in the end. Some of the stuff that you can find is absolutely crazy. Like, uh, you know, when you get towards the end, I don't know if you guys were doing some of the, like, side quests that people would give you, but you'd come across, like, a tree, and it'd be like, okay, I need you to go find uh, these angel wings. So explore the map, try and find them. Finally find him, make your way back, and it takes like four or five turns for you to get all the way back to your home base, and then hand it in, and it's like, all right, you get 
one angel. Like, okay. <laughs> Did I need to do that? Not what really. Was it... They're the more powerful unit that you could get in the campaign that I played. Oh, okay. So, uh, but at the end of that campaign, I was also building... I was taking over enemy uh, buildings and being able to make devils and dragons and angels. I had access to everything towards the end. It was still a pain in the butt. It was really tedious. Some of those things were just absolutely insane. I had five heroes going at one point. <laughs> what, nice. Now, how did you handle your heroes? I, my, me, personally, what I did is I would have my Rome heroes, and then I'd have mm -hmm. my pack mules. So, like, I, I would have two heroes that their whole job was to explore with a decent-sized army so they could mow down stuff as quickly as possible. And then I right. had the other heroes at the actual towns. So when you got to the new week where you could start buying new enemy or, or new monster encampments and stuff, you would then backpack them with that and meet each other in the middle. <laughs> to trade off troops. Right, yeah, right. I absolutely had to do that. And at the same time, I would use those ones that were muling or pack muling for me to go and collect resources so that I could still go after the enemies. If you let them get too powerful, it was just... It was ridiculous. You wouldn't be able to do anything about it. So I would even have, at times, one hero that would go after an enemy, check to see what they left at their base, and then see what they had on them, mm -hmm. and then attack on divided fronts. Send the weaker guy, if it had less stuff to kill, after their hero, and then go after the base. And uh, some of the bases... They weren't so bad to take over, but then towards the end, again, I'm hitting like stuff where it's a hundred of this thing, uh, the the eye monsters, the beholders. <laughs> Fuck oh, yeah. them. That's all I'm gonna say. They're the worst. Yeah, and then uh, you know, bunch of skeletons, bunch of other bullshit, and it's like, man, even with the ballista, even with magic spells, I felt like I was still getting my ass kicked at times it's it is a test of endurance to be sure is it worth it at the end i would say so it is it is a good accomplishment to make it through a, a campaign and not feel like an awful human being i think that there is when I've been doing this here and there every once in a while, just like take like I want to say once a month or once every two months, I kind of go back to like a classic game and just see like, hey, is this hold up? And usually the answer is no. I will say that this game definitely holds up, especially considering that, uh, and I keep bringing that up, but it's more the fact that this game is more influential than I even, than I knew. By playing Total War, Warhammer 3, it just like, it really reflected to me that these mechanics still work. The system still works. Um, you know, if you were to, say, make a remake of this series and you put a couple of menus in there and a brand new, like, coat of paint, you do, like, a dead space, you're going to make everything really detailed and beautiful 3D. You could do that. This would, these mechanics would work really well. Hey, oh, absolutely. For sure, they proved that with Age of Empires releasing a new game. I think it was last year. But when was the last time there was a Heroes of Might and Magic game? Because there are, like, what, 
7? When did 7 come out? Is there anything after 7? Uh, there's Might and Magic Clash of Heroes that I don't know if that quite does it. No, that's... That says it was in 2011. So 7 says that it came out in 2016. And it looks... <laughs> some of the animations look like uh, Warcraft. <laughs> Just this intro video itself. Uh, and then let's see if it's got any of the gameplay. Yeah, they upgraded the gameplay a bit. You know, it doesn't look so, so awesome, but I feel like that's probably as close as you're going to get. Yeah, you could, you could do it. It's very possible. Now, Alec. Yeah. Just Total War Warhammer 3. I'm going to put that one on my wish list. Especially in it, again, if you like this one, for fans of Heroes of Might and Magic Three. But uh, this, I, it's really cool to kind of. I know, I know that the the video game homework is supposed to find it's to find what you find is some of the best video games out there for you in your personal taste, things that meant something to you, and in this case, uh, Alec, you knocked it out of the ballpark. Thank you. I feel like I got a little bit more understanding of your gaming history. And also learned a little bit about myself as I don't play any of these genres of games. Or like any of like these types of games. I don't play Civ. I don't play anything like this. Would you consider it a sexual awakening? No, but I will say definitely <laughs> like it definitely unleashed some latent skills I was unaware I, I had. Mm. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Ah, uh, somebody had to say it. So we like to end video game homework with a rating system. We're going to run down the list here. And just an overall feeling based on the mechanics, the time that you had, music, visuals, whatever you have that you want to consider into it, assign a letter grade, S being the highest tier, S quality. And then after that... Everything down to the lowly F, which we've got plenty of those from regular school, so we don't need any of them here. I would give this a B-. I had a little bit of difficulty towards the end. I found it to be quite a slog. However, there's a lot of redeeming qualities. The gameplay itself, the turn-based mechanics that you can control, or you can let the computer control it, combined with building your own realm was a lot of fun and there's still so much stuff that i can go back and explore myself so i'm i'm gonna call it that uh joel i would say it is a solid b plus it uh it is definitely aged by this point comparably or at least the the stretcher while solid feels more bare bones than some of the other games in the genre but what i do appreciate is that in this is that it's it's streamlined right the the, the inputs you have are limited but just because it's a limited tool set doesn't mean it's not something that you can bend the rules on or, or try to change your strategy it becomes very much a strategy focused game in that way and i i definitely appreciate it for that this is a good trip down the memory lane. I don't know how how longer it'll be before I play it again, though. Okay, Alex. 
B plus. I, uh, I un, again, this there's not a genre for me, and I know that, so I stay away from these. But coming into it, I found that it was a lot more fun than I was than I had originally thought. I wasn't going into it uh, not I was I wasn't dreading this, but I definitely was ready to struggle, and then I found that. Uh, the struggle was worth it in the end. I feel like I was very proud of the progress that I made and learned how to do the game, play this, these types of games and understand it a little bit better. If by proxy, just like playing other stuff around it. And it, it, it also kind of made me think that, you know, I don't, I still don't think this genre is for me, but I'm much happier now checking these kinds of things out. I know like games like XCOM, I now just actively avoid. So... It avoids you too. I don't think I will avoid these types of games anymore. I don't necessarily think I'll be jumping at the gun for them, but I definitely don't think that I'm not just because it is one of these games doesn't mean it's not necessarily for me. And I'm happy about that. Good. Makes you question your reality. Mm -hmm. Alec, your game final. I'm going to give it a solid B plus as well. The, graphics are aged but the gameplay is solid it's still one more turned me far more often than i'd like to admit (laughs) good stuff well i would call this homework a rousing success what will the future hold probably disappointment so let's live the high for tonight and move on over to one last thing and this one last thing is brought to you by an unlimited amount of last of us memes uh, in that episode from previous Sunday, Joel has a, uh, not our podcast Joel, but Joel from The Last of Us has a heart murmur, heart palpitation. He's he's not feeling great. And my life has now been subjected to Alex saying random stuff, followed by those pictures. <laughs> it's all over Twitter, too. Yeah, so memes out the wazoo. My one last thing is, uh, good luck, guys. This weekend, I'm going to be out of town, so I don't know how much work I'm going to be able to do for the podcast at all. That's fine. Yeah, have fun. Take a break. Take a break, <laughs> Alex. Um, my one last thing is spending uh, 45 minutes to an hour on the same section of a spaceship in Hard Space Shipbreakers, only to have the same outcome of me trying to decouple a fuel tank and having it blow up entirely in my face. Ouch. I just keep, That's a hard reset? It's a hard reset. No, it doesn't Oof. kill my character. I keep hard resetting because I want that I want the scrap. I want it I want it intact. I don't want to fail the, like you don't oh. you don't fail missions, it just makes it so that your your progress is slow slower, but I want it. So you're safe scum. Yeah. Yeah, he is. That's but fine. we knew that he does that, so... That's fine for me. It's a game that I'm just there to collect <laughs> resources in a job simulator. It's fine for me. That's how I got all the endings for the games I wanted. Joel? Uh, not my one last thing, but by the way, safe scumming is very important in Heroes of Might and Magic. <laughs> yes, <laughs> just yes, just yes, as an end cap to that. Uh, I got a tale for you guys from Roblox here. So, uh, my son has found a game called Doors on Roblox. It is a horror game where you're in a scary hotel and you have to mm-hmm. exit 100 different rooms to leave. And yep. uh, as expected, there's 
you know, jump stairs, flattering lights, and, and creepy monsters to stare you. I was surprised at one, the level of detail people have figured out how to build a game in that engine with. It, yep. It's still Roblox characters, but like it looks like a natural hotel. It's not just some empty space with platforms to jump around in. And then two, the people who designed the game have very good sense of horror timing. So, like, I didn't jump, but my kids definitely did. <laughs> so, uh, interesting how that whole scene is developing. Did you see? Did you watch that game theory I sent you? Like five <laughs> minutes of it. It's on my to watch, yeah. but it goes on the whole lore. Apparently, there's a whole bunch of hidden messages and stories in that game. Nothing, nothing bad though. Good. <laughs> it, well, it's more the fact that it's telling a really like a, a scary story via like you know environmental storytelling. Mm-hmm. So it's actually like there's even more to that game than you realize because there's a lot of like environmental storytelling stuff. Alec, you know, I've found out that uh, Metroid games are a lot harder than I remember them mm-hmm. being. At least if you're eight. <laughs> My my kids saw me playing Prime, wanted to try it out, and just couldn't get the hang of it. Fair enough. New to first-person shooters, so let's try it a little bit easier. Let's step it back to Dread. Nope, can't figure out how to run and slide at the same time. So we're stepping it back to um, Super Metroid this weekend. What about just, like, Minecraft? No, <laughs> that's not the point. You missed the whole point of the story. Well, no, but the point for me is if you want to get them up to there, you got to step them up. I feel like you got to step, step, step. I don't know that Minecraft uh, is the step may, that you need to take. Maybe if just you want for first person. <laughs> yeah. Well, also, I would say first person camera control. Make sure that you you do Sherpa the Sherpa them well, and what was it? Three missiles, Alex. Yep. Three yes. missiles. Yep. Completely rage quit because he didn't realize it was three whole missiles. I beat that game. He only did two and a half. You shut your dirty mouth. (laughs) I will not. I'm going to have fun with that. All right. At least it's harder to break a cartridge than it is a CD. Won't stop him. Also, did not uh, save those animals. Screw them. Way to really level us out there. All right, that'll be it for this week's episode of Super GG Radio. Before we go, you can find us on Twitter at Super GG Radio and twitch.tv slash Super GG Radio, where we stream on Twitch. This is a fact. Today, right now, for instance, Thursday, we are streaming our podcast. Can you believe it? I sure can't. What is the internet? Uh, we got some random spouts of Joel playing Vampire Survivors. It could be on a Tuesday, a Wednesday, sometimes even a Saturday or Sunday. Uh, you're going to find your way back to Escape Academy. I'm going to target actually Saturday. Uh, this so, Saturday. So by after this recording, it'll already be passed. <laughs> so, so sorry, everyone. Make them watch the archive, the podcast live stream, so that they know when to catch you live. All right, Mondays. Alex is still moving through his backlog. Yes, but that may adjust to be VR backlog. I'm working on a thing. He's working on a thing, and then on Tuesdays, Alex is skate, excelling, and chill. Yeah, skate shout out excel. to uh, 
Shout out to all of our uh, new homies that were hanging out with me while we were Skater Excel chilling. Uh, talking some beats, talking some some rhymes, also talking our, our uh, Skater XL stats and mods that are going on with the community. What's up, guys? Glad to see you guys hanging out. Much appreciated. Nice. All right. If you'd like to reach us with questions or input, our email address is mail at superggradio.com and provide us a review on iTunes or the podcast app of your choice. Thanks for listening and good game, Alex. GG Getty. Good game, Joel. Good game. And good game, Alec. GG. Good night.